0: This Wednesday with Mr. Wendell here in downtown Corpus Christi, Texas, 418 People Street at the Red Octopus Studios. We have the CEO, CFO, Felicia Gomez Simpson is here, of course, and her husband, Sam Simpson is in there micro mining. but my special guest today is Sean Miller, yeah, and that's spelled S-H-A-W-N, not S-E-A-N, all right, it's not related to Sean Connery. So How you doing, Sean? What's going on? I had, you had a little disturbance? Something going on? Were you parking somebody's spot there across the no, street? No, I
1: didn't park in nobody's spot. I just I have a son, a son that, that makes music. He's very talented. Uh, he makes his own beats. He writes his own songs. Uh, he actually won a contest on iHeartRadio uh, here in America. That Everyone across America that were songwriters mm-hmm. or music producers or people that may not be mm-hmm. famous, it was just for anybody with that talent. Well, he, he submitted his, uh, his brother, he? Who, who my son it? Jacob, Jacob. And his brother Blake. So my son Jacob's the, the artist, and his brother Blake entered his song into this contest without him knowing. Mm. Well, then he won. Mm. And he won a uh, trip to Los Angeles to open up for Little Wayne and have a one-year recording contract up there in Los Angeles with Little Wayne and all those guys. And at the time that my son submitted that song... He didn't realize that his brother quit rapping, and he didn't want to make music like that because he felt like it was sending a bad message out to the younger folks. Ah. So he quit rapping and totally went a different angle, genre. Yeah, yeah. Different angle oh. of his music, uh, and he's very, very good at it, and he's got a really good song. Actually, uh, Felicia used it at one of their uh, modeling shows that they did over there at Sunrise Mall, Girl. and uh, uh, played his song as the girls came out on the runway, and uh, it was really cool. And my son's super talented. And when I, I, I pulled up this morning, I got here kind of early, right? Yeah. So I seen this uh, uh, young man or, or whatever coming out of uh, Produce Studio. And so I rolled my window down. I said, Hey, I was like, Is, is y'all, uh, this is the studio? Would y'all do sound, uh, like recording music and stuff like that? He goes, Yeah, we do. Well, he said, We do. Yes, we do. So I considered that maybe he's part of the crew. And then he came out of that door of that place of business. Mm. And I said, well, I'd like to give some money. He goes, man, I'm busy right now. i got a new car. i got things to do. I was like, look, man, I'm just trying to give you all some money and pay for prepaid, some recording time for my son to come in here because Bayside Studios didn't didn't um, give him a release his song for like two months. And, right. he, and he finally got it because that dude, was I don't know what he was doing, but he finally got it from him. And I don't want him recording over there, so I'm trying to find him a new spot. And this dude uh, told me, go to our website. And so I went to look for the website. I didn't even know the name. So I'm looking up Sound Studio. And it didn't come up. And so then I go up to his new Cadillac. And I kind of look in by his window. And he rolls down his window. And he goes, yeah. I was like, bro, I need the website name so I can look up the Sound Studio website. Yeah. So I can get my son going. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And he goes, you're coming at me kind of aggressive. You need to step back. Oh. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I ain't coming at you aggressive. I'm here trying to talk to you man to man and figure some stuff out. Am I wrong for being a good father? Am I wrong for looking out for my children and trying to find somewhere they can come do music? Don't sit here and look at me in my chocolates and my hat and my clothes and think, oh, I ain't nobody. Yeah. I'm sure if I was standing there in a a nice suit, the guy would have had all the time in the world. Or if I was standing there in a police uniform, I don't think he would have been talking to me like that. And I'm sick of people not being respectful. I'm sick of people not being punctual. I'm sick and sick and tired of it because everyone has lowered their standards across the board yeah. to where they come to accept half ass The mediocre.
0: And mediocre
1: yeah. is the new standard. Yeah. And it's not the new standard.
0: I agree. I because agree. the
1: lazier you are, the lower your standard gets. And so it makes it easy for you to go, oh, this is the standard.
0: Yeah. No, it's the standard
1: to your lazy ass.
0: I agree. That's I what agree. the
1: standard is to. The standard is to fit your lazy lifestyle. You ain't no hustler. You want to get up. You want to get up there. You, you wake up early. Just like people that sell weed. You don't wake up at 2, two o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Yeah. Nobody That's wants to right. wait till 2 to get ripped. Yeah. You wake
1: up early. That's early. it's called wake and bake. That's
0: right. There you it's you not go. called
1: after lunch special.
0: Now, speaking of that, now how are, now, how many children do you have? Three. three. Okay, that's two boys and a girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. And 29, hands. 28,
1: and a 15-year-old daughter. And I got three grand- grandchildren. All right. And then I got
0: three grandchildren on my wife's side.
1: Okay. All
0: right. And so you are married, and you and Marcy have been married now for...
1: Yeah, we've been we've been together for about six years now and married for two. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in September, our wedding yeah. anniversary. I think September. Or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. you're originally from where?
1: Ridden. I was born in Houston, Texas, Herman Hospital, moved to Oklahoma, uh, where men are men and sheep are scared. <laughs> and then after I got done in Oklahoma, moved to Galveston. Yeah. And went to Lamarck High School. And then uh after that I kind of, you know, went out on the road or ran away when I was sixteen, lived in a car. I was sitting in my living room looking at my speedometer one day, and I thought, man, what is going on with life? You know what I mean? If yeah. you're sitting in your living room looking at your speedometer, yeah. then there That's might like, be something going on. <laughs> yeah, there's really something there.
0: going on. Really good, really yeah. good.
1: Man. Yeah, so I had to learn to, to get out in the world and, and uh, speak it into existence and walk in faith every single day. And and, and, and uh, whatever my goals were, I had to, to believe in them and believe in myself. Uh, uh, I had to let my my mind uh, 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 conceive it, my heart to believe it,
0: so my hands could achieve it. There you go. And see, a man that has his own tools can build and provide for himself and for a family that I do know. Mm -hmm. And you do that very well. And Mm -hmm. also, how long have you been doing the stand-up comedy scene? Uh, A little over six years. A little over six years. Well, and, and... by saying that, you, you know, it's nothing widespread. Local comedian, you know, none, none of you have been down in the valley and the Houston. Have you branched out to Vegas or anywhere that no, other people go? No, I haven't. I've
1: been to um, several shows all over the valley, uh, a few shows up in Houston, um, you know, several shows here in Corpus. About four or five shows up at the uh, Selena Auditorium, you know, with some of the big, bigger guys and headliners. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, just Texas mainly. And, and that's okay with me. I don't mind being a Texas comedian. And, yeah. And that, uh, the other thing is, is I'm kind of my worst enemy because I don't have a comedy website. I don't have any comedy on Facebook. I, yeah, don't, yeah. Wanna, I don't have nothing so people don't know who well, I am. Well, I have a
0: comedy page. I don't expose it. I haven't used it enough. Like, oh, you should do that or... You well, because we're old I, school. Yeah, and, and I just, you know, I, I'm on cruise control, man. That's me. I, you know, I I'm, i don't let time use me. Call me the they call me when they need me. Yeah, you know, and just go ahead and do that, and it's a lot better, I think, because I've told you this time and time again that I put you in, you know, I, I like your style because Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Foxworthy, you know, and then with all the other attributes that you have about you that people don't know until they really get to talk to you, you know, and things like that. It might the persona. Well, you don't. Hey, can't judge a book by its cover, man. You know, talk a little bit, see what's going on. I was gonna wear my Daisy D's because that's usually what I wear.
1: I don't like to wear pants. I wear yeah. short jean cutoffs. and I'm kind of glad I didn't because the stool's kind of high right here. Yeah. <laughs> <on the camera. laughs> I could have done some look. I done a little, wow. Wow. It's it's wow. A little, wow. I oh done my god! The, wow, I have a wow. story. I have a story. Double spray. Uh huh.
2: So, um. I was the only girl on my street growing up, right? And I had a neighbor across the street that would wear Daisy Dukes. Well, one day I was out there. I was, like, 13. And um, he bent down to pick up the water hose, and his wevel fell out. His ball just – and, like, I saw it, and I just took running across the street. And I was, like, oh, my God, Dad. And so my dad had to go and tell him, like – There's the girl. Uh, Hey,
1: bro, there's children in this neighborhood, and your balls are flying around. No, I wear underwear, I like to wear tight underwear to keep all that stuff, you know, hidden from the public.
0: Now, this Friday, you're on a ticket, and is that Boozer's? It's at
1: Boozer's. It's 8 o'clock. Is Boozer's the old uh, Baba Rufus?
0: No. Oh, no, it's not? No. So I've no. been
1: telling everybody the wrong place?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I've been telling everybody it's the old Baba Rufus no, of no, no, no. So it's right the there Weber. It's over there
2: Fat tats off of like, SPID and Weber.
0: Yeah, right there like, Weber. Like, yeah. Yeah. As soon as, either way you come <laughs> on, Weber, if you're traveling Westbound on the road. You can get like on the and stuff. There. Yeah. Okay. I, really? I
2: don't know. Is it a good venue? There's a pawn shop.
0: Well, I've never been in there, it's, but it's, I understand what people are telling me. Yeah, this turned into like, is it a nice place. Is it a big venue? Have you been in there? I went in when it
2: was a Mexican bar.
0: Is it, is it, I, I mean, do I need to wear like a
1: phone book in case they try to stab me or something? Uh, I, mean, no, do I, I don't know. Like, you, I you, you better go to a person to rock, like,
2: rock, rock style. Yeah. So I, I
1: should go dress like Kiss or something? I
2: June know, January. I just
0: don't. Who son, are I going to be on there with you? going to have Brandon Dolly and uh, Ana J. Ramirez, the number one sales lady, Erin Carranza, uh, Jack Irwin, you know, and, uh. uh there's just a lot of them. Yeah, hey, that's going to be quite a few. So that'll be a pretty good. Joseph from Threadass, I believe. And then the following weekend, you're going to be in Arroba's now We're going to be on that, that ticket together. Yeah, that's going to be a good show. Yeah, that's can't going to be a good that. show. They I, said it's
1: going to be held at a what now? At a dispensary. dispensary. At
0: a CBD dispensary. Yeah. We're not putting the vendors in the streets. It's already been in the streets. They've been having shows there, so don't act like I'm putting it out there. Yeah, no. I'm just going to go check it out and see what it did
1: Yeah, same with me. I yeah. That's what I was thinking about maybe after this, running out there just to get a look at the. I like to always go ahead and get a look at the venue Yeah, just yeah, so I have bet. a mental a idea mental. Right. of what's going to happen. Because what's, going what's on.
0: your number one thing, how when you go into a venue, what do you want to see?
1: Well, I want to see lots of chronic...
0: No, no, not yeah. in this, oh, that's right, oh, oh, I'm yeah. talking about, as <laughs> far as, <laughs>
1: I'm talking about any venue,
0: Yeah, uh, any venue any, that I go to, I like to see a stage, oh yeah, I yeah, like to, I see to see a stage, stage. it's always a good one, some <laughs> <laughs>
1: venues ain't got no stages, that's right, and then and, the ground level, yeah, and, and that's then like, when you're ground level, the table like yeah. talk gets loud. yeah, yeah, yes it does, because you're exactly. not, you're not, you're not promoted up onto a stage, the, the blast where people it out. can see you right. to blast out you're right. the comedy, yes, yeah,
0: so that's, that's what gets me, that's, Now, I'm thinking
1: most venues, I'm looking for big fat chicks, cheetah print, cheetah print clothing, (laughs) Fitbits. I'm looking for the Fitbit.
3: Dude, the Fitbit has got to be the
1: stupidest thing in the world. They made a little watch that you can wear that counts your steps during the day. Yeah. Because you're having to worry about, like, if you was in shape, you wouldn't (laughs) buy a Fitbit. You wouldn't be worried about, well, not walking thousands (coughs) of miles. But if you had a big old fat ass, you would be worried about having a Fitbit to know to monitor your walking, right? (laughs) Well, I don't get it. I'm not going to spend that money on a Fitbit. You know why? You know what I have in my home?
0: What's that? A mirror. I have a mirror. I have a mirror that I can look in and go, oh, yeah, my ass is yeah. still fat. I got yeah. 10,000
1: more steps
2: to take. Yeah, there
3: we go. You know I mean? It's like, what go. do people
1: do? You rely on that Fitbit to keep you from eating tacos and counting your steps. Are it's you so crazy
2: because, like, as a trainer, mm. that they do these wellness uh, programs for you know corporate corporations right. and stuff, and they always say you know count your steps. You get these many steps in, and I'm thinking, no, y'all need to be counting the calories you put in your mouth first. <laughs> no, that's right, that's yeah. right. How about we teach them calories? In fact, in the old days, they used
1: yeah. to yeah. wire someone's jaw shut. In the old days, if legs wanted to lose weight or man mm. whatever, they would lower the, they would wire the jaw shut. Mm. And I ain't trying to be ugly. Too, I yeah. come from a family. All of my family's fat.
0: Yeah.
1: I had a big fat family. I mean, th- it ain't about being the fat, but it's about the shit you're putting on. Yeah. Like you ain't walked past a mirror before you go out into public. Like you ain't got a mirror in your house. you got to go out rolling out uh, in and some I- little shorts. that are coming up your ass, but, but they're triple extra large. I didn't even know they made bikinis in triple extra large. Why are you trying to put a bikini on? What are you doing? The mirror ain't lying, I and mean, neither is that shit you feel flopping around back there ain't lying either. <laughs> you don't feel that? Your little right. watch ain't going to keep you from going, right. oh, I'm doing and, big And
0: man. see, the thing about that is, is now is that since, you know, what they call them, uh, big, beautiful women, you know, and, and they, they want to let know, I got all they call this. BBWs. I don't yeah. mind right. a, a, a voluminous yeah. woman.
1: I don't, it it ain't even about that. It's Mm. just about having enough self respect for yourself. And if you are fat and ugly, you better be nice.
3: You better be nice.
1: Because I'm telling you right now, when I was real fat, I was the nicest guy around because I didn't, I wanted friends. I didn't Man. want people to think I was some kind of <laughs> asshole.
3: And then when I see these yeah. big
1: fuckers with this humongous and shitty attitude, too, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. You ain't got no part of good looking to see you at all as a human being. Mm. I like to look at the inside. I like to see what kind of people really possess inside themselves. Yeah,
0: I know that's right. Hey. If I'm
1: fat and ugly, I ain't going to be a dick. I'm going to be as nice as I can because I want to live happy. I want to have a nice life.
0: Yeah. And, and y'all yeah, know who's telling the truth. You know who's telling the truth, <laughs> y'all. you sauce. know what's really going on. Quit you know, lying so Because, go. you know, just like, you know, <laughs> baseball go. season is starting, man. Even tonight, we it's have. It's like uh,
1: signing your fat kid up for dance class. Oh, man. Your kid weighs 300 pounds. What the fuck are you signing your kid up for dance class? You're setting him up for failure. The fat ass ain't me in there. And well, gave maybe you ain't no He time. likes
2: to dance. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I've seen some TikTok. Are you going to
1: tell? If your kid's ugly as fuck, if you have the ugliest fuck child. And they're so kind of slow. Are you going to constantly tell them that they're so smart? If they're if your kid's kind of slow and they're ugly as are you going to tell them all day, oh, you're so smart and good looking, you should be a model?
0: Well, they'll no. find out later you're on. Not. You're not!
1: I don't have kids. I had one good-looking kid, I had one that's kinda ugly. I told him, son, you gotta work harder. You're a little ugly than the other brother. You're a little ugly, your brother has a nice jawline, a good looking smile, he's gonna have it easier, but son you're looking like a kind of little like your mama drank a fifth of whiskey every day while she was pregnant. So your eyes are kinda, kinda,
3: kinda, kinda, kinda
1: I was like, what you doing? You got to work a little harder, study a little harder. So Life ain't hard. gonna be like Jesus you yeah. set your kids up for fucking failure. Another. Oh, my cute little, oh, my sweet little beautiful angel. Your sweet little beautiful angel is pushing 400 fucking pounds.
0: <laughs> and, uh, Ain't that
1: little about that shit. Yeah,
0: I guess it's just like when they have the little uh, categories Jeez. for little small girls that bring them contests. And the they beauty contest. The beauty contest. Mm-hmm. The, the midgets? Or are you talking about the kids? I'm talking about the kids.
1: <laughs> oh, man, don't be putting your kids in that shit. You can you know, get your kid up like she's going to a stripper pole. And yeah. they're five years old out there with all that makeup. And you got them dancing, provocative. What's wrong with people? America's all messed up, man. And I hate. It. I deal with it every single day. Everywhere I go, I look. I wish I had a t-shirt that said, I see stupid people. Remember that movie, I See Ghosts or whatever? Yeah. And the kid, well, that's me. I see stupid people all day long, and I can't help it. I think make I attract them. We'll
2: make you a shirt. I think I attract them. <laughs> I
1: think I really do attract them. You're going to get the ugliest person to work the drive through? Sure, it's shitty food. It's shitty food. That job is for teenagers. It's not for 55-year-old woman. What the hell are you doing? Get out that drop thing, girl. What are you doing? You're 55 years old. Save that job for a senior in high school.
3: There we girl, you, you, right. you need to be
1: working the fries. You don't need to be yeah. up here trying to communicate because you got my order all fucked up already. You know what I mean? You work the fry basket. It's, yeah, placement. But those it's placement in life.
2: Listen. No, I know, but it's the shitty food. It's gonna be shitty. It
1: sure it's gonna be shitty all the time. Uh, you going to a shitty place with shitty see, food. See now, now <laughs> it produces a turd. It's a fake ass. I don't eat fast food as it is. Yeah, you go to. So you know, now it produces a turd. So I ain't going like, through there
0: no more now. No man, I
1: ain't even kidding. I ain't even kidding. <laughs> oh, man.
0: oh man, I know this is gonna be a good one today. I'm <laughs> just being serious, today, man. I'm just, you know. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just
1: It's it's gotten worse. I think that people got blinders on. I think that they've. Shape themselves well, there's so a lack of respect, and, and, they and, and they don't care. And they don't care. And now there's
0: anything and everything goes now. Not anything everything, and everything goes. It goes. It, it, I don't care. There's I nothing have, that will I, I had to really grasp myself when with men with the man bun. Now, because I can, I can see that now over the time that I came up. I ain't
1: knocking the man bun, but that's just a handle for their partner to grab
0: and drive it in his ass. hey. hey. Hey, whatever they yeah, want to get with it for. Me, just and just like back in the day coming up, you just see a lot of long-haired white guys, mm-hmm. you know. Then the brothers had a lot of pros. Then when the pros translate, up people want to start processing. They want slick hair. And just like, you know, the, the black women, they wanted that long hair so they could drive in the drop top and shake their hair. Mm-hmm. long they don't have to use a gorilla glue, they don't have mm-hmm. to worry about that wig falling off all mm-hmm. weed. But well, my point being is that now guys... You know, you you really got to stand in front of them. Now, if they sitting down and they got the long hair, you better get around. Don't be in a club like you used to be and trying to (laughs) tap on (laughs) girl's other, turn around. I'm just saying. They They
1: turn around quick and their hair stays there. It's like this.
2: You and so, just saying also, like, he just don't know if it's a guy or a girl or a girl yeah that. exactly that's the thing some so my point feminine, being some How you want to be? people
0: just and now they say oh you don't have any hair well, that's right I had a receding hairline back when I was in high school people used to laugh at me you know and I didn't like that I didn't get bullied they used to laugh they only laughed for so long mm-hmm. you know my point being is that hey if you ain't got no hair you ain't got no hair there's some people I didn't know actually that men are actually putting plugs more hair, and there, are written all tied in. It looks like corn rolls. It and, looks and, horrible. I was thinking about it because I'm bald, and I have a
1: shitty comeover over, and it flies around when the winds are up. You know what I mean? It's like a little California come over. Yeah, I feel And you. I don't like it. I hate being bald because I had beautiful hair when I was in high school. Yeah. And then I started losing that yeah. shit rapidly yeah. Yeah. as yeah. I got older and worked yeah. and raised kids. Mom
0: got lost and when they had a lot of guys on the football team. Hey man, let's all shave off our hair, man. We're gonna be united. Oh, We're 22 blocks. That's you know? okay if
1: you're skinny and in good shape, but if you're fat and you you're oh, hair, you're gonna like was men. the only
0: one that did it though.
2: Everybody else didn't do it. Mr. Wendell was the
0: only, only one, one that did it, and then uh, so not. now I have to go through a ridicule. So either the ones that who, who wanted to fight, we would fight. We get in a little nutcracker. We got in a nutcracker because I don't like that. You know, my point being is that okay, mm-hmm. oh, I want to be different. I want to be different. Man, but my point of view, is the man bonds. You can do whatever you want, man. I'm just gonna check you out. You know, I, I, cause you, when you pull it on your hair like that, your hair, I, when, you know, gotta I hurt have, your hair. I don't know. It
1: does. I'm sure it does. I just, you know, what they did to me in school, Wendell. I went to hang out with these popular kids, and I never got to hang out with them really, cause I just kind of did my own thing. Cause the only people that liked me in high school were the girls. And some of the teachers, you know what I mean. Yeah. I went to school just to mess around with the teachers and pick up girls. Really, <laughs> that's yeah. what I went. For. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was in special ed, and, and and I did that for a long time. And and uh, I was embarrassed while the kids and the cool kids that weren't in special ed was having a party, and I got invited to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hanging out, thinking I'm part of the crew. You know, yeah. kids are mean. Yeah, yeah they, they make, make it the world. Yeah. Meaner than adults. Yeah. you know. Yeah, of course. So I agree. I'm in there. And they go, hey, we're gonna play a game where you get underneath this blanket, and when you get underneath the blanket, you got you got a certain time limit, and you got a, a time try, uh, races against whoever can take their clothes all their clothes off, underwear, everything, all at one time. Hold it outside the blanket, show them that you did it, pull it back in, and get dressed in a certain amount of time. Right. So they give you this big blanket, and you get up underneath it, right? And they had a couple of kids that were cool, do it just to show that it's okay. Yeah. They're like, come on, Sean, you can do it. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to jump up under there, you know, and take all my shit off. I took all my shit off, when I held it outside the blanket, they grabbed it. Then yeah. they grabbed the blanket. Mm. Now I'm sitting here naked, you know what I mean? Sure, everybody was pointing laughing. And yeah, I got a couple new girlfriends out the deal, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> but I wasn't trying to, you know, but I was like, I was embarrassed, you know? Yeah. And I was, I was so embarrassed, man, my, t- my eyes started tearing up. Yeah. I felt that red feeling that comes from the inside that turns mm-hmm. you red. You know, and you just feel like, man, I can't believe I fell for that because you feel real stupid after you realize you just fell for some stupid shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It don't make you feel like you're no. a smart man or made a good decision, right? So, I don't know, man. Kids, that's what that's what they did to me, you know. And and uh, towards the end, I went to Lamarck. Lamarck was an all um, black school. Yeah, there was I think uh, two thousand students there, probably ten white kids, and uh, I signed up for athletics for football. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Man, that was a mistake, Wendell. Why is that? Well, because after the football game, we all went into the gym and athletics to go shower and change, and they have just shower heads coming out the wall. There ain't Mm -hmm. no dividers. Yeah. Like you just get naked and sleep in there with everybody else. Right. Man, I was the only one I did up in that motherhugger. Bro, I wall rolled up in there, and I was like, oh, hell no. I seen some dude's old weenie grab the bar of soap off the ground, start washing (laughs) his legs. He washed his legs with it. (laughs) He washed his legs, man. His weenie handed the soap (laughs) to the guy standing next to him. Oh shit! I said, "Oh hell, no!" I yeah. will wait to take my shower. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go last. I think, guys, just run right through the water. But why are you 26 years old and playing varsity football in high school? You got your wife and kids on the, the <laughs> teachers kept them. the I- teachers kept these guys. These guys were 350, seven feet tall. They was <laughs> linebacker. I went to school with linebackers. Wendell, mm-hmm. I was like, there ain't no way in hell this guy's got kids and a chick on sideline playing varsity football. <laughs> they, and they went to state every single year. They went to state. And then, you know, they'd go against Cowan. Every year, they'd go to Cowan, Lamarck and Kyle Yeah, and well, I remember they played a couple yeah. of games,
0: when they played once here at uh, Buck Stadium, and, you know, uh, they kicked off to Cowan, kicked off to Lamarck. Well, they ran it for a touchdown, but they said it was a flag. So they kicked off the <laughs> them again. The same thing happened, and them dudes were busting them boys. Them dudes I are mean, big, man. Those guys are big. I learned to rap.
1: I learned to break dance. I entered a break dance crew. My dad freaked out because I was black for about four years or so. Mm. I did
2: a break dancing crew. I, they called me Smiles, S M Y L Z, because like I had a huge cheesy smile, yeah. like I do as an adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, and we had beads. We yeah,
1: beads. I, I, we carried for cardboard window. Do what? We carried cardboard with us in a jam box. Yep. Or, and no, we'd unfold that them cardboard, them and we'd set that jam box down. Down, down,
0: down, down. Get on busy.
1: Oh, yeah. Jam on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. Don't yeah. do the little... My dad, was, my, my dad was an old cowboy. You know what I mean? And I was I was as black as they came. You know what I mean? And so I had a Michael Jackson glove that I wore, and he hated it. He yeah. hated that uh, glove. He was Malibu. He have you seen Malibu's most one in? And, and he,
2: he was, would tell me, boy. Uh, Malibu-tay.
1: Uh, he, uh, my, uh, my, my dad uh, would tell me before I go, my friends, he goes, he would he'd tell me, Boy, get your black ass over there, and take out the trash. That's what he would tell me because he knew, because he couldn't stand it, that his little country boy went went to rap and dancing yeah, and break yeah. dancing. And somebody would tell me that, I'd go, Cha, yee And then I'd moonwalk over to the trash can in front of him, he get mad. he get <laughs> so mad.
0: <laughs> um, oh man, he'd get so mad.
1: Yeah. And then when I'd go to hang out with my friends and I'd be leaving, and my friends would come to pick me up, and he'd go like this, Nas, nice boy. Be careful out there when you're taking one in the ass, because I know you're gay. I ain't going to tell your mom. That's our secret. <laughs>
2: That's I'll be like, Dad,
1: i ain't gay. That's our secret, son. It's okay. It's okay. I, I
2: all in front of your friends.
1: <laughs> Just use a condom when your buddy's putting his weenie in your butt all. I was like, man, it's my,
3: my. you know yeah, what I mean?
1: Yeah. I had identity crisis. I was Chinese for about six to, six months to a year, maybe. I went Chinese. Mm. I went black, and then I went Mexican. That was the longest stand That was 24 years.
0: Yeah. Mexican? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's because I didn't know who I was. I wanted to find placement. I wanted to be comfortable. I wanted to have lots of friends. So now when I go around anybody, I can blend right in. No yeah. <laughs> said, in. Right. You Like a chameleon. a chameleon. He's like a chameleon. You know, blend in, adapt to the situation. Yeah, when I, I worked at Hogan Combs as a superintendent, I made a ton of money. And when I'd go into the office for our production meetings on Monday, I would go early so I could pass out food to all the ladies and all the guys doing the takeoffs. offs and working on the computers, and I'd go in there and bring food to everybody, and I would tell jokes, and I'd make people laugh, and, and I would just be real nice to everybody. And the uh, the vice president came in and he goes, Mr. Miller, did you know that when you come here early on production day, that I lose an hour downtime from about 26 employees? Do you know how much money that is, Mr. Miller? Do you know how much money this company leaves loses? Because you come in here for the production
3: meeting.
1: Mm. And I'm curious. I'm like, no, this dude sat back and did the math. That's how much he hated me. He sat back and did the math, and it was something like a few thousand dollars.
0: Okay? Yeah.
1: And then,
2: when we did the production
1: meetings, and he goes, are you trying to get my job? I said, well, wouldn't you want any good employee to try to get your job? And he looked at me, and goes, what do you mean? I said, well, wouldn't you want your employees, instead of being numbers, wouldn't you want them to travel up the ladder to success for being good employees? Yeah. And he goes, well, that's not good business because then you spend more money. I said, well, then you're looking for numbers and not people. And I'm not your man. I worked more for them two and a half years. I quit once, came back to work for them again, and they wore me out. But that's the problem with companies. You're a number. They don't want productive people. Back in the day, if you had a wife and kids, you were hired. That meant you had to work because you had a wife and kids. Yeah. And nowadays, you got a wife and kids. I'm like, no, we don't want to hire you. Yeah. And then if you were honest, you that was that was a quality that they hired you because you were honest. If you thought outside the box they hired you? Because you might come in and find a new efficient way to do something. You might come in and implement some new rules that might make it easier. Might save them thousands of dollars yeah. in their company. But they don't want that. They yeah, want numbers. 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 And that's why they treat people huh. shitty and people are in their comfort zone, stuck in the same dead-ass job they've been in for years. And they go home with a dead-ass attitude. Yeah. And the their kids are driving the ladies crazy. If you're a mom, I feel sorry for moms the most. My buddy goes, my wife's a bitch. I said, well, why is she a bitch? Mm. Well, every day when I come home from work, she's just mad, pissed off. The house ain't even perfectly spotless. Mm. And I said, well, what you asking for, boy? I said, you're out there working with your friends all day. You get to smoke a little joint at lunchtime, hang out with the boys. I said, this woman's got two kids hanging and tugging on her all day long. Mm. I said, and she's losing her shit because she has no downtime for Mama because she didn't get her kids on a sleeping regimen. She didn't put her kids on a regiment where these motherfuckers are going to knock out for an hour during the day so mama can do whatever I need to do. Yeah. If mama wants to watch a program, take a long bath, shove a cucumber in her butt, it does not matter. Uh, whatever okay. mama wants uh, to do. Uh,
3: uh, uh, Why'd you uh, say
1: eh? You didn't, you, you didn't grow up with a cucumber in the drawer really? in the fridge that said do not eat in a Ziploc bag on it? No. No. I, never knew what, man, I never knew what that was for. I never knew why we had one of those mm. in there in a Ziploc bag that said yeah, do not eat. Yeah. Mm. It was one of them retarded cucumbers, too, that had extra knobs coming off the side of it. Oh <laughs> I think it was a twirler.
3: Speaking of <laughs> twirlers,
1: you yeah. been to Walgreens? Not lately. You know what they sell in Walgreens right above the lubricant? No. I thought it was a cactus plant decoration. Okay, because i seen this little plastic thing sticking mm. up like this. <laughs> and then it had another little little knob thing kind of coming out like this, right? Yeah. I thought, when I walked by I looked at it, and I was like, oh, That's some some kind of battery-operated cactus thing. And I was embarrassed because in my first brain I thought, man, is that a dildo? And so I snuck up on it, you know what I mean? I didn't want people to see me over there looking at this thing. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, oh, no, it's not a dildo. That's my dirty thinking. It's probably a thing for your neck to work out the... Pinks. Oh, yeah. So I don't want no one looking at me. Mm -hmm. I go around the back aisle, and I'm up (laughs) on my tiptoes, and I'm, like, spying on this little box, right? I'm trying to read it, and I can't read it because I'm old, and I'm looking... And I go back down the main aisle again, and I feel like I'm creeping up on it, like I'm about to do some, some like the, the, if they was watching the cameras, they would have been, this guy suspicious, he is up to something, look at Yeah. It. I was just trying to figure out what that was, and I got up there, and I looked, and I went, it was a little butt twizzler. A what? Not a little butt twizzler.
0: A butt twizzler. Yeah,
1: mean? I get, I mean, that's what I'm calling it. I didn't okay. read the name, I just read uh, the RPMs. Well, what does that mean? Well, you put it up in your hooch and your butthole, and it vibrates everything. It's like a dildo. It was a dildo. Uh, they sell them at Walgreens now. They sell dildos at Walgreens now. You can buy greeting cards. You can buy lunch meat for the kids and chips and snacks. You can buy Cokes. You can get all kinds of good stuff. All family Man, stuff. And now you can buy butt whizzlers that will rotate and, 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 and tickle your butthole at 1,000 RPMs. Mm. So I'm
0: just, I don't know. I'm done. Yeah. Walgreens, that I'm done. Aggressive. I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done with that too. Well, you, you, you know, before we get off of here, you know, there's a lot of things going on this weekend. A lot of things going on, and, and even the Hooks baseball I'm season is starting this Friday, <laughs> that sounds like and it's going to be fun out there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You know, the game time, 7 o'clock Friday and Saturday. Sunday is at 1.05, so, you know, that's going to be a nice sunny day for Sunday, fun day. Why didn't they, they you the to be
1: the announcer up there? Because I went to them tryouts, uh, and everyone got in them tryouts, and they been just like this. All right, everybody, welcome out to the Hook Stadium, number <laughs> thirty-three. Coming up to the batter's plate is Juan. He loves slow walks on long jetties. enjoys super strong chronic and the evening. Let's give it up for. And, and I'm thinking that's how everyone did it, and that's how I did it, because I thought I'm, I'm gonna follow suit. But the person they picked was a lady, a young lady, and she didn't sound nothing like. Hey, everybody, welcome out to the Hook Stadium. Give it up for number thirty. She didn't do none of that shit. She went out there and she was just totally different than what everyone else did, and they picked her. Well, mm-hmm. she, has,
0: she has experience from, uh, she's an announcer out there at Protection A&M, mm-hmm. Corpus out in Islanders baseball mm-hmm. game, and she's with KFTX mm-hmm. radio station. Yep. You know? But Name it was funny friend.
1: because she killed it, and she did a great job. Yeah, but yeah. But when when I went and was listening to all these broadcaster voices and all these yeah. people that had pretty good voices, yeah. and went in and, and they did it. It was over 100, yeah, over 100, a I, it was a lot. It was a lot. You know, yeah. I was the first one. Dude, I kept going outside, smoking chronic on this little thing was there, little breezeway coming in. I was like, is it my turn? They finally picked me, and I thought I was going to have it in the bag. And, oh, hell no. I didn't have nothing. And we had scripts. We had a little yeah, script. you read out, yeah. And uh, I was thinking, man, maybe I did pretty good. And, and then I was like, and when I heard her, I was like, she didn't sound like the way everyone else is doing it. She's doing a different style.
0: It wasn't the old school. Hey,
1: how you doing out there, ladies and how gentlemen? How she do it, then? She just a natural voice,
0: that woman, and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know. I like her. She's pretty cool, you know. Some people don't, in the opinion, but wow. you, you Who is know, it? her name was Amy Fry. Amy Fry, mm-hmm. I don't know
2: her.
0: You know, but kudos for getting yeah. A yeah, she's a male-dominated but, you, you know, job. Before we get out of here, just want to let you know that uh, uh, yeah, I have a you
2: shout got out. a shout out. You got a I shout do, out. I do, I do. So, um, me and the girls got in contact with uh, Blood In, Blood Out. Booking, mm-hmm. and they're doing a
1: magic mail review. Oh, I already got invited to go dance at Gemini, right? Is that yeah, someone asked me if I want to be one of the dancers at Gemini? Yeah. What? You're gonna
2: be a
1: dancer? Yeah, I got to iron my thong. I have still got to you that. I'll be I there
2: got, with five of my it's got girls. Wrinkles.
1: So. I, t- I got knots in my thong. I tied two knots in my thong. Do You've got knots in your thong. You never tie a knot in them right where it goes up against your butthole. That way, your buddy you take off running, your buddy grabs it, you know. Run the
2: chicken eye every time. <laughs> you know done no, know, unfortunately, too. Um, I do not No knots
1: in the dog. Um, I guess that's just my
2: style. Uh, yeah. When I wear well, it. What is Magic Mike, yeah. Gemini. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Magic Mel. Magic Mel. Instead of Magic Mike. But anyway, um, I got a hold of their promoter and we kind of, um, I kind of, you know, do my thing and, and he comped us some five tickets. Um, so I'm going to take my girls who've been promoting. Pretty excited, you know. Something different. Yeah, so yeah. So I want to shout out the guys. Thank you for coming to Corpus. And um, I mean, not to like sound like frigid or anything, but yeah. like a lot of women, um, you know, are married to um, average men. And mm-hmm. so seeing an abd gay guy in a thong is kind of cute if you don't know Look who's gay. Yeah, I mean, so. no, Look at that six pack. You um, know what I mean? Look at that six pack
1: right there, baby.
2: I'd like to. I'd like to get a little average, yeah. mail review local thing going on. Oh, it's okay. average, four and a half, five inches. I have no, no idea, man. Average, uh, average but I average hope they average. look like the picture because if they don't, I'm gonna be fucking
1: disappointed. Well, they. But mean, they're safe if they have ma- if dad bods. You know, they're safe. They ain't gonna hurt nobody with a dad bod. But yeah, th- yeah. This
2: is what we got going on, so we shall, we shall see.
0: Well, I mean, okay. that's okay. okay. if you are taking. Well, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Now, who got it? You want to give a shout out to anybody there, Sean?
1: Not really. It's just I don't have any friends. I'm too truthful for people. I feel you. I feel you. I don't have a a shout out to all the comedians out there working hard trying to to be successful. Yeah. You know, it's hard to give shout outs sometimes. I feel like it's almost a participation trophy. Yeah. Like you got it. Back in the day, that's why we have trouble. You know, writing <laughs> comedy or having a website to go to, because back in the day when comedians were comedians, you just had to be in the right place at the right time, and you had to be funny enough to yeah. get someone's attention to Agreed. say, "I like this guy. I want to promote him." <laughs> See, and I'm about to go across the street over there to neighbors and let them know.
2: Yeah, you should. You should.
0: Did oh, did you get it. Open? Anyway, you know, I just want to shout out to, like you say, the comedians. A lot of things. Comedian scene. The comedy scene is really going strong. Yeah. A lot of things are happening. You know, you do the open mics. You own know, your it for the shows and not just try to keep it pumping. Let these people know here in Corpus Christi that we are funny just because you're locally and I feel like big brand name. Hey, I don't wear a Jordan, I wear Sketches, all right? You see what I'm saying? I got I I can't, no, a, I you clothes. know, people <laughs> want big name and just like I went to go get me another pair of glasses. <laughs> well, probably pick them up tomorrow. Nice. And the lady kept going, I oh, want you to get these products here. I want you to get these. Gucci's here. I said, "Man, no, I, I like these right here." That help me see. You know, yes, <laughs> I, I like the frames, perhaps. the frames, and everything. But anyway, I want to appreciate you coming, hey, Sean. Hey, thank you, window. I love you, you, know, you brother. Man. I love it's you so It's all much. good. We're gonna, we're gonna be kicking it at the dispenser April fifteenth, seven o'clock in a row. at the Panasina dispenser.
1: I'm wearing some phone books in case they try to get an ice pick after I ain't me. worried about that, brother. Robstown. Rob's I'll be
0: there. Ain't no problem going on. Going anyway.
2: Oh, Forks
1: time. Up, Robstown. I oh, don't know. Here we go, Robstown. Blood in, blood out. All I got to say, it's just
0: throwing <laughs> up for WW for me. Anyway, got my got name is Mr. Window. And I'll see you when I'm looking at you. too, Luke.